at times is becoming farcical and you have to really feel for these players and management this isn't normal in any shape or form for your first chance to hear brian o'driscoll on otb download the otb sports app and turn on your notifications Anything like that. I'm a very confident front runner for Caddy for 33 years, 145 wins now, and that's the best win I've ever had. I have no idea what you have. I don't know. I'm, how are we going to count all the shots? I, I, I can't keep track. I don't think he's pleased. Of course you would. That's a, that's a particularly stupid question. If they are, sure. Of course you want to play at the weekend. Folks, welcome along to Golf Weekly. Great to have you with us. We have Nathan Murphy there. Hello, Nathan. Hey, Joe. And Fionn Davenport. Hello to you. Hey, Joe. No Peter Laurie this week, unfortunately. Business calls at Spowell. He's dedicated to his craft out there, so he's not able to make it this week. He sends his apologies and his love, which is obviously a lie. I wonder if Peter Laurie sent love to anyone. (laughs) His wife on their (laughs) wedding day, for sure. Yeah, that was probably... For how long? no chance yeah peter uh peter's had a tough week of it out in spowell uh they had a fire out there and they're electric so he's had to shut every evening as it gets dark which it must be the most for for peter laurie for peter laurie of this world must be the most frustrating thing that the nights are coming in so every night he loses a couple more minutes of people being able to use the driving range because they've no electrics so he doesn't have any floodlights so as it gets darker he has to shut up shop so yeah, he was saying. I mean, I don't know. Does he even want to mention any of this? Is that out there yeah, he was saying um, it started in some kind of one of the electrical rooms. He said it was like fireworks going off in the room, and so he ran out and called the guards. And thankfully, major disaster averted. Uh, he's going to be open again in the next uh, day or so. So get down and support him. Yes. No. Do but only fairness. during daylight hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, there are a few bits going on. I wouldn't say it's crazy busy, but a few bits nonetheless. Own on Discord had, I think, an interesting idea. Hi, lads. I was wondering, would it be a good idea before Christmas in this quiet period to review some of the great golf books and look at any new ones that might be out since you did this years ago? We could even nominate one book that we all read. Oh, I didn't, I didn't even see this part of his message till now. Book Club Territory. One book that we all read. And then it can be reviewed on the pod in a couple of weeks' time. Just a thought. Keep up the great work. Interesting. Well, we can certainly talk books in advance of Christmas. The book club idea. I mean, do I trust you two and Peter to read a book? I'm not so sure. <laughs> wow. In a week. Yeah. <laughs> a few, few weeks. A few weeks. A few it's weeks. It's possible. It's an interesting idea. The only new one out at the moment that I've seen is Bubba Watson. If you're looking for new, mm. new, now interestingly, Shane Ryan said there's a bunch of Phil Mickelson books out next year. Okay, when's yeah. Shane's book coming out on the Ryder Cup? Next May. Okay. Ah. Yeah. I thought the way he was talking about it online yesterday, he's obviously just finished it then. Mm. He has. I don't understand this at all. I mean, if you're a publisher and the Ryder Cup's just happened and it's Christmas, that's your market. I mean. Shane Ryan, I'm sure, would agree. So, I don't know. Let's wait. Let's wait until the heat's really gone out of the whole thing and then have a book in May. I don't know. But it, Shane was saying that, like, Alan Shipnock has a big Phil Mickelson book coming out in May as well. And there's one other big book 
forget which one now. I think it's Phil Mickelson related somehow, which is out in May as well. So those well, isn't three there books the are Tiger official autobiography is due out. That was it. That was it. <laughs> yeah. So he's going up against Phil Mickelson with Alan Shipnook and Tiger Woods with the genius who did the Agassiz book. And he's got to push his Ryder Cup one. So I, I think that was unfortunate timing, you know? Yeah. And then the 2021 Ryder Cup, it'll be uh, Porter Carrington still has no regrets. So there's no juicy gossip out of it at all. <laughs> yeah. Matt Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Peter Laurie said it. Does Golf Weekly get a mention for the Matt Fitzpatrick thing? Well, Shane Ryan was in touch with me just this week to say, can you send me Peter Laurie's details? Because Oof. I want to confirm the Matt Fitzpatrick story. So. Look, if we all see it in the book in due course, you know where it came from. So disregard. Right. Uh, no, I think the, uh, the book idea is a good idea. We probably need to go for something that people haven't really read, like something, something quite old. I, I presume most people have read Shane Ryan's last book and have read the Tiger book. Yeah. Well, Bubba Watson's, I don't know. It's, called up and down victories and struggles in the course of life is the title which you can just about get on board with so uh, the barnes and noble intro and they said through this story you'll learn how bubba overcame his anxiety and feelings of inadequacy to be very talked about some of this already and it was quite interesting found his true identity not in the standards of the world but in the god who already knows he's enough Learned to trust God with his gifts, family, and biggest dreams. Became the husband, father, friend, and mentor he was called to be. So good luck to him. Um, but I don't know. So uh, that's Bubba. That's the new one. I made a list of books we might talk We should do a kind of a Christmassy um, books chat, maybe of some kind, if we're not in the book club. The ones I jotted down, a lot of these were top ahead in a quick Google. Obviously, the Tiger Woods one, the Armin Katayan, Jeff Benedict one. There's the Michael Bamberger Tiger Woods one. And like, I don't know. I mean, for me, I like instructional ones too. So I had Golf is Not a Game Perfect. Harvey Penick's uh, Little Red Book, obviously. I know Bob Rattel has got a new book as well as Golf is Not a Game Perfect. Harvey Penick's Little Red Book. I listened to that on audiobook recently and thought it was actually very, very good. More technical and less kind of folksy charm than I had uh, thought. Hogan's Five Lessons. I've never actually read. Uh, the Big Miss, Hank Haney. Good Walk Spoiled, John Feinstein. I can personally recommend that. Then there's a bunch. I know Fionn has read a few of these, but I'll just mention them. I haven't really. Mark Frost. I think you played golf with Mark Frost at one stage. I interviewed uh, him, yeah. Spent interviewed him. him. Oh, hi. So he has written a couple. The Match, which is in 1956, Ken Venturi and Harvey Ward, then amateurs, certainly Ken Venturi, versus Ben Hogan by Nelson, uh, referred to as the greatest private match ever played. And then he also wrote um, the Francois Umier, Harry Varden one as well. And I think the Grand Slam one, Bobby Jones' Grand Slam. And then the last two or three I had, a course called Ireland Tom Coyne, 16 weeks playing courses all around Ireland. We are due to speak to Tom Coyne. Somebody was wondering about this in Discord. Tom Coyne is coming your way very soon. And Bud Sweat and Tease, that gets a personal recommendation, Rich Beam, Alan Shipnook. And then Michael Bamberger, Men in Green. That was my, I think, relatively exhaustive list there i probably haven't read enough of them yeah uh, Donegan. I, yeah i was gonna I never, say i have four aren't for for mm. iron in the soul yeah that's a great book um i i have all of those that you have with the exception of the arm and book i didn't include that in my favorite list oh. 
Oh. Yeah, it's it's a funny one. Yeah, it's 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 not uninteresting. I just yeah, I just I thought the big miss, the Hank Haney book, was weirdly far more illustrative of the oddness at the heart of Tiger than the Catean book. Not that the Catean book doesn't certainly like it pulls back the curtain, doesn't it? Quite dramatically. Well, um, I think the Catean book as well. If and I know this is a podcast for golf nerds, so. Um, maybe they weren't as interested in the salacious stuff, but uh, I have spoken to lots of people who don't have a great interest in golf who love the Catean book. Well, it, it's just it's box office stuff, isn't it? But the, yeah, um, I thought his father's son, Earl and Tiger Woods, the Tom Callahan book is terrific. If you really and and it does a good job of kind of getting to the heart of that relationship that that Tiger had with his father. He also Tom Callahan also has a great biography of Arnie, which I've mentioned on the pod before, which again, he, he was a friend of Palmer's, but he wrote a biography that is in no way hagiographic. Like it's, it's, it's not like it kind of looks to dissemble the Arnie myth, but at the same time still pays respect to what was a pretty amazing man, you know? So it, it's again, a very good book. Um, one book I haven't read, but has been recommended to me by different listeners to golf weekly is Michael Murphy's golf in the kingdom which um, I think I, that's the one I'm going to read over Christmas. And uh, you mentioned the Mark. Oh yeah. You mentioned Feinstein, Shane Ryan's book. Yeah. They're the ones for me. They're the ones I, I thought were, they were on my list. What's, uh, now, it's not an exhaustive list by any means, but sorry. Nathan. What's golf in the kingdom about? So it's about this guy who goes, it's like a spiritual, but it's written in the sixties and it's about playing golf in Scotland, but it has this kind of mystic quality to it. I mean, I've never read it, but it's been described to me thus. Okay. I, I thought there, Fiona, it was going to be uh, maybe like Paul K, Paul K, no, Paul Casey haven't gone to Saudi Arabia and all the things he learned. Ah, yes, yes. I see what you mean. The kingdom. All of a sudden, Kerry people have rivals for the title. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But, the um, subheading, subheading of the Paul Casey book being "Don't call me a hypocrite." Don't call me. A hypocrite. <laughs> Don't call me a hypocrite. I've, I've learned a lot, you know. Greg Norman taught me everything I knew about everything I know about the kingdom. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, four iron. I thought four iron in the soul. That's that's a uh, one of the things I was thinking. I wonder what you guys think. Is that golf a bit like boxing lends itself to great writing? Um, well, I agree with that totally. And I was going to make the point that, therefore, golf is actually quite poorly served when it comes to great books. Like, that mm. is not a big list that we no. have come up with. And I'd say well, even recent times, same list. Wait, of the last five years, how many books are on that list? Like maybe next year is a bumper Phil Mickelson special and you'll love them all. But Yeah, I know. I very few because I would think as well, there's no sanctity of the dressing room. Like you could really as an individual open up and write a great book and take people inside the ropes a bit more. I don't know why that doesn't happen. Is it because they're all so rich? I wonder. There, there's a whole slew of older books that I was looking at this morning just to see what the list was, to see if there's any that I'd read that I'd missed that there's one about the Ryder Cup where you talk to players. There's the old ones where American journalists who spend time with golfers give you the inside, um, uh, the inside track and what it's like life on the PGA Tour. Um, there's one whose name now escapes me and the author, unfortunately, but it's a, written in the era immediately pre-Tiger Woods. Um, 
which maybe doesn't have the same cachet today because golf has changed so much since Tiger that maybe there's something kind of sweet and a bit nostalgic about how golf used to be versus how golf is now. I don't know, but yeah. yeah. Like, but there, there's, read, very, there's very few good golf autobiographies. Very few. I was oh, just yeah. going to say, I read, I read, I read Ian Poulter's, like, these are waste of time. Territory. There's no like, version of uh, the Andre Agassi autobiography no. in golf. And maybe Agassi is an exception because no. maybe golf and tennis, because one of the reasons is, you know, Paul Kimmage's old line of, you know, he doesn't want to see the front garden. He wants to see what's in the back garden. And even a Porter Carrington, who you would think would be one of the most interesting autobiographies going. Maybe it's not. Like, maybe actually there isn't that deep, dark side of uh, Porter Carrington or any golfer because they're just, you know, rich white guys having a good time. Well, the way Cambridge just put it with Harrington is he doesn't want to see the front garden, he wants the back garden. And I don't think Harrington wants to do that just yet. So everybody's got their shit. Do you know what I mean? Every, that's the not, thing. Not like everybody if has I, enough shit. Well, I just think the struggles with the game would be incredibly interesting and just telling stories about like your interactions with tiger and just giving us a sense of the different personalities without you know destroying them but destroy them if you want be honest be as honest as you could i'm just amazingly disappointed in the last 15 years we haven't got a book like ernie l's you know there's so many big figures who have interesting stories to tell like ernie l's on the tiger thing could be great because i find i even find you know the open champion documentaries they're a really good insight like Greg Norman should write a cracking book, shouldn't he? Yeah, but he never will. No. I mean, these guys are too... Like, I mean, I know Tiger Woods, the, the autobiography, the official... What is it? The official autobiography? <laughs> like, for the love of God. There'll be nothing but the only thing that, be. Well, the only thing that gives me hope for that is it is the Agassiz author, who I should actually... Yeah. I should get his name. You know, like, does he want to be associated with one of the maybe the greatest sports book of all time and then write a PR turkey for Tiger Woods? The, the hope would be that Tiger has the same kind of. The same kind of need to burnish his own reputation the way Michael Jordan did in The Last Dance, because Jordan has no problems letting the world know what an arsehole he was in pursuit of greatness because greatness excuses everything. So, and, and, and it made the last dance all the more compelling for that. So you're kind of hoping, Oh, the tiger, if tiger, if tiger had that same thing, I was like, look guys, I mean, I'm the greatest that ever was. And yeah, did I, you know, that's, this is how it goes. Like this is when, when I, when I, re, when, uh, when I was, when I was winning my second or third amateur championship and uh, my competitor told me that I, that I'd, put the ball down wrong or whatever it was, corrected some minor little indiscretion that would have cost Tiger the match and Tiger never thanked him afterwards and went, oh, by the way, though, thank you for that. Like nothing. It was like, mm-hmm. I want, I'd love to hear Tiger explain why he wouldn't thank him. That's the kind of thing I'd like, but I, I just have my doubts that that would ever happen. Yeah. I'd want to hear Tiger and why he blew up his life, really. I mean, sure. That's the meat of it, isn't it? And Tiger and his father and, yeah. How deep will he go is the big question. That's going to be fascinating. It's going to be so very disappointing if he doesn't go anywhere. I mean, if but it's just a, if it's if it's yeah. if it's just a PR exercise. See, the convenient thing would be to say, well, he's just done that for the money. But I mean, Tiger Woods is not yeah. doing this for the money. So I'd 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 wonder why would Woods go to the trouble of getting a very esteemed author who likes to go deep. Mm. 
and oh, then point. not go through with doing something worthwhile. I wanted to start with Tiger lying on the ground outside his house, having just hit the fire hydrant. Yeah. And here's what's going through my head. Yeah. Like, I want and, Tiger and to start. That's where, that's, where, that's where it has to start, really, isn't it? Mm, probably. I would like Tiger to reveal what he actually thought as he's making that apology press conference. It's like, this is the biggest load of nonsense ever. But like, know, that's the start of the movie, isn't it? Yeah. It's, a, it's a, the monologue coming over as Tiger standing. How the fuck did my life? I really don't give a shit about this. I cannot believe I've agreed to do this shit. Yeah. Why, <laughs> who gave me this suit? Why am I wearing this I suit that obviously yeah. is like one and a half times too big for me? Because I, yeah. I want to know stuff. Like, was that suit, uh, you know, we, people have said, well, it was uh, deliberately big to almost desexualize him. Or maybe it was just the style of suits at the time. You know, these, the, that the long nitty ago. gritty. Well, Americans do wear terrible suits. They do like big parasuits, you know? Yeah. 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 It's, it's yeah. And I'd like a full chapter on Steve Williams and his thoughts every time Steve Williams claimed credit for something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so is there an outstanding book there that anybody or everybody, A, because we have to want to do it, that we want to read and review, or, and then B, on Discord, if there's one you all think we should read and review, like we're not doing the Tiger Woods ones because we've done those relatively recently. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't read Bud Sweat and Tees or the A Good Walk Spoiled in a very long time. I'd potentially think about those, but um, what about Four Iron in the Soul, the Donegan book, or have? Yeah, do you, I mean, do you think too many people have read it? No, I haven't. And actually, yeah, you we can, can finish we could, off by getting the author on to talk about it. I was just going to oh, yeah. I was just going to say, get Lawrence on to talk about it. Yeah. Lawrence, we panned it for the last half hour. You're welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah. Boy, is this dated. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, that, that could be an interesting way of doing a book review, couldn't it? Yeah. Okay. Leave it with us. We'll move on. See, that's all from Owen on Discord. Good man, Owen. Uh, uh, by the Joe, way, Connor. Yes. Get, get, rid of, get rid of the people who are listening for free because I've got some, uh, some big news. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, if you're listening for free. That's <laughs> <laughs> actually brilliant, Nathan. <laughs> <I can't believe. laughs> uh, you know the drill at this stage. Patreon.com and uh, sign up there. Please do sign up and come join us there. Oh, and tell all my exes wear Rolex. But I reside right